This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Welcome to my sexy stories. Enjoy your night or the start of your day, spiced by our imaginative story. Check out all our projects down below, and maybe you'll find something you love. Now get comfy and listen to my sexy stories. The next story is posted by user Scrofulous218 from r slash erotica. The title of the story is Miss Reed and the Professor. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. The hour was getting late on a Friday afternoon, and he was getting progressively perturbed. The office floor was practically deserted, pleasantly so one should think. But of course, this one idiot of a professor had to cram in all the student feedback into one week, making it impossible to get a break or an ounce of clarity in his mind. Okay, just one more and I can go home he muttered to himself. He had let the students book their own appointments for these little feedback sessions, based on available time slots in an online spreadsheet. He did not expect anyone to actually book the 18.30 slot on Friday, who would be antisocial enough to do that to themselves. Then he looked up the name, and instantly got a bad feeling about this. It was her of course, that dazzling little piece of eye candy that kept staring at him during lectures. No, 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 how could I have missed this? She was supposed to be here in 5 minutes. Shit, sure no problem. Act professionally, give her some kick-ass feedback on her term paper and go home. She is just a student. She is not a piece of meat, she is just a student. He looked through the written notes he had for her paper and made a rough mental note of what he would say. As he was thinking he heard this faint clacking sound of heels approaching through the hallway. He had made a habit of keeping his office door open, maintaining an illusion of innocence. But as any of the many women who knew this idiot would tell you, he was anything but innocent. As the clacking of the heels got louder his mind lightly faded into this dreadful feeling of anticipation. Some would describe it as a premonition of a decisive moment. But of course, he put no heed to this sort of nonsense. He was a rational man, naively thinking he had any power in this case. The clacking suddenly stopped. It was followed by a moment of ominous silence before a brisk knock resonated through his door. Enter, he said as calmly as he managed. But in reality, his heart was already racing, just from the built-up anticipation. Nothing he could have imagined would have prepared him well enough for what came through the doorway. However, he looked up from his papers facing towards the door, in time to see a pair of glossy red-heeled boots clack in rhythmic motion into his office. The most iconic fishnet stockings encapsulated what might just have been the most perfect legs in human existence, well exposed by a ridiculously short skirt. The kind of tight skirts that would just barely hide underwear when the wearer sat down. The kind of skirts that would force a girl to always sit with her legs crossed or make any sort of hasty bipedal activity futile. The kind of skirt that was really easy to pull up. If necessary, of course. This ridiculous skirt was well complemented by a loosely worn shirt that of course had to be unbuttoned just enough to show a hint of cleavage. Wavy blonde hair fell all around her cleavage and shoulders. The kind of wavy hair that just should not exist naturally, yet seems oddly pulled off naturally by this woman, wearing just enough makeup to bring out her dazzling features. She was stunningly beautiful. She might just have noticed his jaw dropping slightly because she smiled at him as she said, Evening Professor. Miss Reed, please take a seat, he said, pointing casually towards a spare chair with his hand. 
She put her bag down and elegantly lowered herself into the chair, sitting slightly sideways at the edge, staring directly at him with her pale blue eyes. He looked away, hastily rummaging through papers to find his notes. I've read the draft for your midterm paper and made some notes about it. I figured it is getting late and I shouldn't keep you long. So let's get to it, he said smiling, trying to cover his anxiety. He was about to start when she burst out. Did you enjoy reading it? Almost as if hoping this was his new favorite piece of literature. I know you must read through very many student papers every day, professor. So I was hoping mine wasn't too dull. She said wryly, smiling cheerfully. He paused for a moment, pondering those words while looking thoughtfully at her. In all honesty, Miss Reed, your writing is very messy. In fact, it is a bit all over the place. Luckily for you, this is a philosophy course in ethics and not an English course. Despite that, any good student should prioritize proper structure and form to be clearly understood. That being said, you have some excellent points in here. So I've been a bad student, she asked mockingly, interrupting and giving him a mischievous smile that seemed very inappropriate. Taken aback he paused. When he continued, he had a somewhat more serious tone, trying to shrug off her jest. Miss Reed, I think you misunderstood me. I was just about to say how your paper is genuinely insightful, but if you structure these arguments more clearly, they will improve your paper significantly. He said looking at her seriously while indicating towards some of his notes. She leaned forwards trying to see what he was pointing at. Her neckline quickly became much more enticing. It was very distracting. So you are saying I could have done better? That it could have been more enjoyable if I had put in more effort? She asked carefully with a more somber tone. This is the first draft to an OA misread, neither of which are graded. I don't see why my liking of your draft is this important to you. He asked somewhat surprised, sensing that something was off. She was definitely acting strange, almost too insecure. Of course, it is important to me, Professor. I value your opinion of me and my academic work highly. I am very sorry that I have disappointed you with my poor writing. She said looking almost sad. He was sweating uncomfortably now. You have not disappointed me, Miss Reed. This is perfectly fine for a first-year student of your level. But, I did not intend for it to be fine. I wanted to impress you, to stand out. Would you allow me to make it up to you? She asked hopefully, looking deeply into his eyes as she leaned forward and gently touched his knee apologetically. I'm not sure I understand what you mean Miss Reed. What is your motivation behind this? He asked, carefully pulling his knee away. I want to be a good student. She said firmly, got up, and closed the door. Will you let me suck your dick? She asked with a serious look on her face. You're joking right? He laughed, with a look of disbelief on his face. When she did not respond he grew more serious. Who put you up to this? He asked sternly. This is a serious act of sexual harassment Miss Reed. She let out a cute snigger and sat back down, leaning casually back into the chair with her legs slightly apart, openly showing him her bright red underwear. He blushed and looked away. Are you a blushing professor? Something tells me I am making you uncomfortable. She said with glee and a vicious look in her eyes. All the girly innocence from just seconds ago is completely gone. She had simply put up a cute face and awkward subservience since she walked in. But now he could tell. This was no innocent little girl. This woman was a devious sexual predator. He grew stern and put his papers aside. You planned this, didn't you? The late hour, knowing likely no one else would be in the building. Assuming you could get to me alone and put me in an awkward position. He said looking grimly at her. She smiled and looked away feigning a girly unease. Whoops, you got me, professor. Guess I couldn't resist. You however did put out the schedule and asked us to book the hour of our convenience. I simply figured this hour would be the most convenient time to suck your dick. 
she said with a crooked and seductive smile, gently running her hands down her thighs. He chuckled, taken aback by this. What gives you this outrageous level of confidence, of arrogant hubris? You think you can simply march in here and reduce my dignity to shreds? She yelled at her angrily. Oh yes, yell at me professor. Teach me a lesson. Discipline this mischievous little student of yours. You know I deserve to be punished she said in a very seductive voice while staring intently at him as she kept slowly rubbing her thighs and hips sensually. His sweating increased his heart racing. He realized the pickle he was in. Sure, he had fantasized about ridiculous things such as this, but to actually do it scared the shit out of him. Given his history and her appearance, anyone would believe her over him any day of the week. So it is blackmail then. You intend for me to jeopardize my career for your lusty whims, he said with a serious look on his face. Oh come on professor, won't you live a little and play along? Don't you want to get laid? I've seen you staring at me, at several interesting parts of me in fact. She grinned and leaned forwards again, pushing her arms together so that her breasts almost popped out of her top. Do you like what you see? Do you ever imagine what it would be like to touch them, to feel them brush up against your cheeks? She moved about gently caressing herself and the surface of her partially exposed breasts. These overly sexualized words and movements would ordinarily have been incredibly awkward and laughable. But Miss Reed was really something out of the ordinary. And at that point, he realized how much he hated himself. His fear and anger were fading, and he hated himself for the feelings that replaced them. His lustful, lecherous side was getting the best of him. Do you not see the overbearing ethical dilemma I am faced with? He asked her calmly as he tried to look away. But professor, weren't you the one that taught us all about moral relativism and how there is really no ideal set of ethical rules to follow? She asked with another girly smile, as she slowly approached him on her knees now. So you are going all out for hedonism then I gather? He asked, feeling his blood rushing faster and his sense of resistance fading for every inch she drew closer to him. So you are going to lecture me, even while I'm on my knees? Is that a trace of consent I hear in your voice, professor? She giggled and finally put her hands on his thighs, slowly and gently started caressing them. This very quickly gave him a throbbing erection. That is not an answer. Tell me why. Why me? I am old enough to almost be your father. With the way you look tonight, I'm sure you could walk into any bar and have your pick. He said growing hornier for every second. She paused for a bit and looked very seriously into his eyes. With those beautiful pale blue. I am very attracted to you. You are ridiculously handsome and have charisma enough to charm half the campus. She smiled, slightly biting her lower lip. Then she quickly leaped up and kissed him where he still sat in his chair. It was a gentle kiss at first, but then she pushed her lips onto his and slipped him just a bit of tongue. At that point, it became impossible for him to resist. He kissed her back, slowly at first, but then greedily grabbed her face and pushed his tongue into her mouth. It made her give off a muffled moan in excitement. He then grabbed her by the shoulders and pushed her up against the wall. All the while they kept making out. Fuck yes, she managed to utter in between the moans and kisses. All that built up sexual tension and seductive power play created an explosive amount of desire in them both. Their hands ran fervently all over their bodies. He ran his hands up and down those perfect thighs of hers, realizing how far up her skirt had already slipped. She grabbed his butt cheeks hard and kept pulling him closer, pushing their crotches together. It was getting very hot in the room very quickly. Then after a few more intense kisses and muffled moans, she suddenly pushed him back violently so that he fell clumsily back into his chair. She grinned widely, looking at him with an intense desire. Her shirt was quite disheveled, and the loose neckline had allowed it to slip past one of her shoulders, revealing her sexy bright red lingerie. 
Her skirt was doing a very poor job of hiding her matching panties. There was something very hot about this particular state of disheveled look. He did not get much time to enjoy it, however, because she caught a glimpse of the pitch tent his throbbing erection was making in his pants. Funnily enough, it seemed to point directly at her. Oh no, professor, has no one taught you that pointing is rude? She asked, smiling playfully. She then leaped towards him with a lustful smile kissing him while hastily unzipping his pants. We must deal with this problem head on. She said between their kisses and grabbed his penis through his loose underwear. He kissed her back and let out more muffled moans as his heart kept pounding. She then pulled herself away and violently pulled down his pants and underwear from under him, making him slide further down the chair and leaving him half naked with a huge erection. He felt disarmed but was brimming with lustful anticipation in his eyes. She sat down on her knees in front of him and took some time to inspect his eager member. So the rumors are true. She muttered smiling right before she went to town hungrily. There was no careful build-up, teasing, or taking it slowly this time. She grabbed his thick shaft with one hand, his hairy sack with the other, and forcefully pushed it down her throat. Oh God, you don't spare any measures do you? He managed to groan while grabbing her head in reflex as his body contracted from the sudden stimuli. It felt so good, and it felt so wrong, while the combination of the two was really what made it feel amazing. At this point his passive role made him realize the threshold he had passed. He was having sexual relations with one of his students, in his own office, based on an official meeting that was appointed. The taboo was so stereotypically obvious. She kept bobbing her head back and forth while he moaned, groaned and let out a few unseemly curses. She eventually pulled it out for a bit to catch her breath. How does it feel, professor? Are you enjoying this? She asked winded while smiling at him, but she did not stop stimulating him. In fact, she jerked his cock very fast while saying this, bringing him very close to the brink. He could not help but moan even louder from them and indicated for her to slow down with his hands. Oh, it feels good. Well, that's good. I like making my horny professor feel good. She grinned while escalating her hand movements, groping and pulling at his hairy balls, which were all wet with her saliva. He was losing his mind, feeling the spasms of an approaching orgasm. He could not understand how this young girl had already managed to become such an impudent deviant. Fuck, Miss Reed, you're going to make me come. He groaned while contracting and spasming in his chair. Oh, are you? Well that's good, but we can't let you make a mess in here can we? She said feigning a worried look, all the while she kept jerking him. Then, as she saw he was about to climax, she stopped and instead hastily grabbed his hips and forced it back down her throat, nearly fitting it all in while letting out a wet gurgle. He grabbed her head and bent over forwards involuntarily, as he felt the surges and convulsions of the orgasm pulse through his whole body. Intense heat and pleasure ran through his penis as it fervently pulsed while being lodged tightly in her throat. He felt the gouts of thick sperm pumping through. Loud moans and curses were eventually replaced with heavy breathing as he let go and it gradually died down. She eventually pulled it out smiling and breathing heavily herself. Her makeup was messed up, and she had saliva over most of her face. But she looked happy, yet she still had a mischievous look in her eyes. He could then tell that she was not done with him. Holy shit, Miss Reed, where did you learn that? He asked all winded. She giggled and got up while brushing away some of the salivy with her sleeve. Such sweet sounds and moves you make professor, she said and then slowly pulled down her panties and let them fall onto the floor, symbolically accompanying her red boots. Her skirt was above her hips and reduced to but a narrow waistband, causing her shirt to look even more disheveled. And with that, her gorgeous legs and hips fabulously framed a very exposed vagina. Faint tan lines very neatly accompanied the area the panties until recently had covered. 
She had a bit of cutely trimmed pubes running in a straight line up from her beautiful vagina, and he could tell it was glistening with moisture. In fact, most of her upper thighs were clearly covered in vaginal fluids. Looks like you made my panties all wet, professor. Now I cannot wear them anymore. She teased and spread her legs with a bit of a wider stance, giving him a better look while looking down to inspect herself. He blushed and stared amazed and amused, even in his post-orgasmic state of mind. She then looked back up at him and put one of her legs up on his desk, the heel making that familiar clacking sound off the wooden surface. This made her legs spread wide open, showing a very aroused and lubricated vaginal cavity. His erection stood no chance of disappearing with this kind of bold exhibitionism. While you are recovering, I want you to watch me touch myself. I want you to think of how slutty your little philosophy student really is. Coming in here to blow you and masturbate in your office. She said smiling mischievously as her hands moved purposefully around her widely exposed crotch. He was staring blankly at her, with his mouth slightly open in amazement, letting her words and actions impact the absurdity of the situation. It was so hot, not just her body and self-stimulation, but the whole situation. The dazzling fearless and shameless attitude. How she dared do any of this in front of someone she barely knew. He realized how much of fantasy this must be for her. How she must have imagined how she would do this dozens of times. But most people would never dare live out such things. Yet here she was. This young girl, exposing herself in the most socially inappropriate situation anyone could think of. In front of her professor. What do you think professor? Is this an appropriate way to illustrate absolute moral depravity? Or are there ways to justify my deplorable actions? She asked smiling, while gently biting her lower lip and touching herself. She then moaned and let herself get carried away as she awkwardly used both hands to stimulate both her outsides and insides. He stared with greedy eyes as his libido sent his blood rushing intensely once more. It made it hard to think. As you said Miss Reed if one embraces moral relativism and hedonism at that, there are no real absolute moral depravities. He managed to play along trying hard to focus even though she stood so close. If he but reached out, he could touch her perfect skin and quivering legs. The temptation was growing strong, and he almost started touching himself. But he stopped, he resisted. That far he did not dare, even now. After a while she twisted and contracted. Her mouth was wide open, but her moans were suddenly choked off in breathless silence, and it became clear that she was climaxing. Her legs were trembling as she struggled to keep herself standing in this awkward position. She bent over slightly, quivering through a few spasms, and finally let out a groan as a splatter of clear liquid burst through her fingers and haphazardly landed droplets all over the floor and his desk, soaking some of his paperwork. He could but stare in amazement. Whoopsie, seems like I've made a mess here. After all, she eventually said gasping for air, as she almost collapsed on the floor, exhausted. He rushed over to catch her grabbing her in his arms and lifting her up gently. Where do you find this insane confidence? He asked her amazed, as he held her up. Their faces were close again, and she looked wearily at him, but then she somehow managed to conjure up another smile with those dazzling blue eyes. What a romantic gesture, Professor. Have you become my knight in shining armor, saving me from imminent peril? She asked and shifted about before grabbing his penis once more. He moaned in surprise and kissed her giving in to his lustful desire at last. She moved them back towards the desk, pulling at him with a strong grip on his penis. Meanwhile, he hastily fumbled to unbutton her shirt and then expertly found the clasps of her bra, finally releasing her breasts. She pushed him back for a bit, let her clothes fall away, and quickly slid down her skirt. With that she stood quite naked in her stockings and little red boots, leaning backward on his desk. 
He managed to spare a few lecherous glances at her beautiful body before he attacked her, viciously. His hands and lips impatiently explored all her wonders without inhibitions. She kept focusing on his penis, rubbing it intensely once more. I want you inside me. Now she uttered in between her moans and gasps for air. He released her for a second and swept aside papers and books that he had lying around on his desk. In the most cliche move ever. That made her smile and she grabbed him, kissing him greedily once more. He kissed her back and grabbed her by the hips lifting her bum onto the table. She spread her legs and looked at him with intense desire. Her whole being was just about as consenting as she could be. There was no stopping this now. They were both so lost in a fog of horny spontaneous impulses. Not a single thought is spared for hesitation or consequences anymore. He finally gave her what she wanted most. He pushed his dick expertly into her, and it slid far, gliding smoothly through a drenched channel of quivering vaginal muscles. She yelped. The thrust made her collapse down onto the surface, arch her back and grab the edges of the desk in search of stability. What ensued was a passionate and intense pounding. The weight of his rhythmic movements sent the desk creaking, and her supple breasts into a wavy motion. At this point, he did not hold back. The office was filled with their sporadic moans and groans, as well as a misting heat from their sweating bodies. After a few more alternating positions and intense climaxes, they both collapsed on the floor, which by now was strewn with both their clothes, papers, and even the odd book. Quite the mess we've made, Professor. She quietly observed while resting her head on his shoulder and lovingly caressing his chest. He did not answer and rather just sat there with his back against the wall and his naked student leaning against him. A realization eventually hit him in the silence that followed. This was a threshold he could never uncross, an office that would never feel the same again. Ethics courses would of course also always feel wrong. Thank you for enjoying our podcast. If you feel like you want more of it, make sure to subscribe and be delighted with five or more episodes daily. Enjoy, and I'll see you in the next episode of My Sexy Story.